0: Hey, my friends, welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I am Crystal Ward, and we help busy people like you and me grow in our relationship with God today with just a few simple steps. I hope today's message helps you, that it encourages you, and most of all, that it leads you closer to Jesus. Check this out. So um, let's get ready to pray, and we're going to go into our message today. Lord Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We get our hearts ready right now. Let's just get our hearts ready to receive. The Lord has given us a word today, He has a special word tailored just for you. So get your heart ready to receive from him. Tell him, I want everything you have for me, Lord. Let it go down and let it take root into my soul, Lord. Let it change my life. Give me, Lord, understanding. Lord, prepare my spirit to receive what you have. Lord, Holy Spirit, you have free reign in this place. And my Lord, we take authority over this house in the name of Jesus. We take authority over the atmosphere in this, in this church in the name of Jesus. We rebuke all distractions. Distractions stop now. In Jesus' name, we speak the name of Jesus to every one of them because we get to freely worship the Lord in this place and receive from God in this place. And the whole atmosphere belongs to you and bows to you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. I also just saw my mom snuck in this morning, so I'm going to honor my mom. Thank you for coming, mom. I was like, "Uh, that lady looks familiar back there. All right, so um, I'm going to tell you guys a story real quick. So my kids, their love language, do you know what your love languages are? My kids' love languages are all quality time, every one of them, every one of them, which makes it difficult to... Love on them and show them quality time, right? Well, one of my kids, I won't say which one, we have three. One of my kids came to me the other day and said, Mommy, if you'll take me to coffee, if we can just hang out, just me and you, I will clean the house, I will do the dishes, my room will be spotless, I'll give you a massage. And this kid started to make all of these promises Starting to look a little good to a parent, you know what I mean? Just saying. But honestly, in that moment, my heart actually broke. To think that my kid would think that they needed to perform or do or whatever to gain gain access to me. My heart broke for my kid. And I said, Baby, you don't have to do anything to get time with mommy. I will gladly spend time with you and you don't have to earn it. But guys, listen, a lot of us are like that with the Lord. A lot of us are like that in the kingdom of God where we feel like we have to earn or we have to perform or we have to do or we have to be or we have to say a certain thing or act a certain way in order to gain access to the Lord and all of his goodness and all of his blessings but can I tell you something this morning hear me if you don't hear anything else there are no second-class citizens in the kingdom of God none. If you gave your heart to Jesus 30 seconds ago, you are a full citizen in the kingdom of God and you have access and you have right to all of the goodness of God to be poured out over your life right now. Come on, amen? Amen. So my sermon today is called Living in the Kingdom. Living in the Kingdom. And let's go into the word. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 1. Verses 3 through 8. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 8. Why don't y'all put those notes slides up for me. I do give away notes. Um, you, it's to people that's on our email list. And so if you want to take a picture of the QR code there, you can get the sermon notes for today. Those of you at home, if you're watching on your TV, you should be able to just take the QR code from your TV. But not if you're watching from your phone. Um, and then that way you can have the sermon notes for today. All right, if you have trouble with it, um, they can help you in the welcome table after service. Let's go into Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 8. It says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every blessing in the heavenly realms. Everybody say, "Every every blessing. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with christ even before he made the world god loved us and he chose us in christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes god decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through jesus this is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure so we praise God for this glorious grace that he wanted, for this glorious grace that he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness. Let me read that again. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and he forgave our sins. And he has showered us with kindness along with wisdom and understanding. In the word of God, there are over 7,000 promises in scripture, and can I tell you, child of God, no matter where you are in your relationship with the Lord, if you have accepted Jesus into your heart, it is Jesus that gives you access to all of the promises of God in his word today, right now. In Jesus' name, amen? So I'm gonna tell you a story about two sons. It's from Luke chapter 15. There were two sons. We know this as the story of the prodigal son. One of those sons was the younger son. It's always the, it's always the youngest one. Have you ever noticed? It's always the youngest one. Okay, so the younger son comes to his dad. His dad was very wealthy. And he says, he just decided one day, Dad, I want my share of the estate right now before you die. In Hebrew culture, he was basically telling his father, you're dead to me. I want your inheritance, my inheritance now. And that younger son went, went off and he wasted all of it on wild living until he had to then be a pig farmer, which in Hebrew culture is the lowest of the low to be a pig farmer. And he was there with the pigs in the slop and the dirt. He was living there with them. And he decided, you know what? Servants, slaves in my dad's house have life better than this. So I'm going to go home to my dad. I'm going to repent. I'm going to apologize for for what I've done. And I'm going to ask him to make me a slave or a servant or a hired hand in his house. So that's what he decided to do. He left from the place that he was. He made the long journey back home, and this is where we pick up in verse 20. It says, so he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, oh, his dad, his daddy was looking for him. He was searching for his son. Every day he was searching for his son. And it said while he was still a long way off. You may feel like a long way off from God today. But your heavenly father, the king, is searching for you to make you welcome back in his house. And it says that he saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son. Running, running was, um, what's the right word, it, it was not, it was a faux pas, I don't know the right word. Um, uh, a patriarch in a family did not run. Um, but this father ran to his son. And it says that he embraced him and he kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, "Quick!" Bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. The father didn't even listen to what the son was saying. The son said, I'm, I'm only worthy to be a servant or a hired hand. The father didn't even, it's like he didn't even hear that. And he said, quick, 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 restore my son. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the young man that said, dad, you're, you're dead to me. And he went off and he wasted everything that his father had given him. That same young man was restored to sonship in the house that day. They put a robe on him. They put a signet ring on his hand which represented the authority of the Lord. They put sandals on his feet. Servants couldn't, they didn't wear sandals, but sons did. Right, amen? And he was restored to right relationship, fully accessing everything that belonged to the father that day. But then there's another son. Let's skip down. We're going to go maybe to about verse 25. It says, Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, oh, I think there's a lot of us that will identify with this. The older son was working. And it said, When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house. And he asked one of the servants, What's going on? He said, Your brother is back. Um, your Your father killed the fattened calf and we're celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry, and he wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, All these years I've slaved for you, and I've never refused to do a single thing you told me to do. This is a lot of Christians in the house of God. A lot of Christians have been serving the Lord, and we've been serving, and we've been serving, and we've been serving. And we forget to enjoy his goodness. And it says, and, and I've never once failed to do a single thing you told me to do. And, and all the time, you, you never gave me a young goat or a feast with my friends. Yet this son of yours, he comes back squandering your money on prostitutes. And you celebrated by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me. And everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours to both sons, the son who wasted and the son who stayed. Everything I have is yours. Can I submit to you that sometimes prodigals become prodigals because they don't know what's available to them in the kingdom they're living in. If they knew what they could have in this kingdom, in God's kingdom, serving the king of kings and the Lord of lords, they would never leave. But guys, listen, there are some of us that have been serving God for a long time who are also not enjoying the good pleasures and the goodness and the graciousness and the favor of this king that we serve in this kingdom that we live in. And those saints that have been serving God for 20 plus years who are not enjoying his goodness are often bitter and they're often frustrated. Every single promise of God in the Word of God is available to you through Jesus. And we can have everything that he says that we can have. We can do everything that he says we can do. We only just have to access it and enjoy it. Amen? Amen. To both sons, to both sons, Jesus said, John 10, 10, the thief comes to still kill and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more. Say it again. Abundantly. That word abundant means to be super abundant. Kind of like supernatural. Come on. This is the life that we get to enjoy in the kingdom. Can I say to those of you that are getting baptized today? I want you to walk out of these doors knowing that you have full right and full access to the kingdom of God today. To those saints that have been serving God for so long, I want you to walk out of these doors knowing I have access to every single ounce of your goodness. It is all available to me. There are three challenges that we often face. We are there's three challenges. Let me before I get to those three challenges, let me read you this. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 18 through 20. It says, "But God is faithful." This is the apostle Paul talking to the Corinthians. Our word to you was not yes and no. For the son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, was not yes and no, but in him was yes. For all of the promises of God in him, in Jesus, are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. As Christians, when we say that word amen, well, I mean, even in the, have y'all noticed, even in the South, we say amen to non-spiritual things? The Astros won. The, are going to win the World Series. Come on. Honey's has really good orange biscuits. Fish Pond has biscuits the size of your face. You notice that? We say amen to like, okay. But as Christians, we use the word amen to say so be it. I agree and so be it. To a Jew, in Jewish culture, do you know what a Jew is saying when they say amen? They're not saying I agree and so be it. A Jew is saying, when they use the word amen, they're saying, God is a faithful king. That's what amen means in Hebrew culture. Every time they say amen, they're declaring, God is a faithful king, and he will make it happen. All right, amen? Amen. He is a faithful king. If you downloaded the notes today, I put the research on that so that you'll know where that came from. There's three challenges in receiving God's promises. These are really important. The first challenge, we don't think we're worthy. Think about that. Yeah, but. We get the, the case of the yeah, buts. Yeah, but. I, I know that God promises this, but y- yeah, but. But I haven't, I haven't been to church in, in a long time. Yeah, but. I haven't, I haven't, and I haven't. Listen. If you've asked Jesus into your life, I want you to know all of the yeah buts can be tossed to the side. Toss them to the side and receive everything God has for you by faith because it wasn't established on your goodness or your behavior. It was established on Jesus' death on the cross. There's nothing that we can do to earn the goodness of God. He's too good. There's nothing we can do to earn the greatness of God. Yes, there are many promises of God that are conditional in the Scriptures, but every single one of them starts by access through Jesus. And the Holy Spirit leads you into all truth and will lead you to the place that you need to be in God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So um, we think we're not worthy, but they're not established on us. They're established on Jesus. Number two, we don't know what they are. Like, we don't even know what God says I can have right? And so what I did today was, um, I should have brought one up here with me, I don't have one, but I printed up 31 promises of God for you guys. If you downloaded the notes, they're linked on your notes. So for the whole month of November and tomorrow, you can see a promise of God in the word that you can attach your faith to and believe for in your life, Amen. I hope you take advantage of that because if you will do that, you will see things unlocked in your life like never before. Amen. All right. So I will have they will have those at the welcome table. And if you want a printed copy so that you can tape it somewhere, they will be made available to you at the welcome table. But they're also linked in your notes and you can print those off yourself. Number three, we just don't know how to receive them. It's like maybe there's a disconnect. Like I see this, I believe it, but I'm not seeing it in my life, and I I don't know how to receive it, right? And so there's three keys to receiving kingdom promises, and I'm just going to give them to you real quick. And worship team, why don't we go ahead and make our way up? There's three keys to receiving kingdom promises. Number one, citizenship. Y'all stay with me for just a minute because if you'll get these, I'm going to wrap up, okay? But if you will get these three things, you will have something tangible to apply to your life on Monday, right? The first thing is citizenship. Jesus said in John chapter 17, they are in the world, but we are not of the world. You are a citizen of a different kingdom. Did you hear that? Say, I am a citizen of a different kingdom. I was talking to a sweet friend yesterday, and they had received a, um, just an a undesirable diagnosis from a doctor. And I just told her, I said, we love doctors. I use doctors. I respect them. I value their opinions. I listen to what they say, and I even, for the most part, follow what they tell me to do. But I understand that I'm a citizen of a different kingdom. Their diagnosis and their prognosis does not supersede the authority of my king and the promises in his word. The same thing goes for finances. The same thing goes for marriage. The same thing goes for healing. The same thing goes for for peace. All of these things. I should be a wreck, but I have the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah, 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 but there's a recession right now. Yeah, but I'm a citizen of a different kingdom. Right? Right? So, listen, when you get to work tomorrow, you are in the world, but you're not of the world. You're a citizen of a different kingdom. And you can enjoy the good pleasure of your king in the kingdom that you exist from. Amen? Think about what is it like in heaven. That's what we have access to on the earth. That's what Jesus died so we can have. Number two is faith. It's all unlocked by faith. Faith is the key. It's the currency to the kingdom of God. Every promise of the word of God is accessed and unlocked by faith. Listen, if you have a promise that's sitting in front front of you from your heavenly father, but you don't believe it belongs to you, probably not going to see it. But if you will have audacious faith, hear me. If you will have audacious faith that says, I see the yeah buts. But my daddy said, but my Jesus died. Yes, I'm struggling. Yes, I didn't do X, Y, and Z. But Jesus died so I can have it and I am going to believe for it despite the yeah buts. Faith. You're a citizen of a different kingdom and you have faith that unlocks the promises of God. And number three, relationship. The greatest promise in the word of God that surpasses any material thing, any blessing, anything we can have or do. The greatest promise is knowing the king himself. But if you don't understand his nature and his heart for you, you might dismiss all that he has for you. We're gonna close with a scripture, Psalms 103. Keep in mind that this is Old Testament. This is before Jesus died and paid the sacrifice for our sin, for our freedom, and for our blessing. So this is Old Testament. Listen to what scripture says about your king. It says, the Lord is compassionate and merciful slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love he will not constantly accuse us nor remain angry forever that was a prophecy about jesus to come this is king david by the way king david has every reason to disqualify him from the good himself from the goodness of god king david was a murderer and an adulterer but this is what he's saying about his 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 heavenly father He he does not punish us for all of our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. He does not deal harshly. You may have had earthly fathers that dealt harshly with you, but it says here, God does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love towards those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. And he has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children. Tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Fear there doesn't mean to be scared. It means to have deep respect. The Lord is tender and he's compassionate to you today. Can I get everybody's attention up here? This is a holy moment right now. I don't want you or your neighbor to miss what God wants to do. And we're not going to take long. But God wants to solidify this in your heart so that you know you're royalty in the kingdom. And that you have right and access to everything your daddy says you can have. Because Jesus paid the price for you. Can you bow your heads with me? I want you to examine your own heart. If you're dealing with shame, if you're dealing with regret today, if you're dealing with feeling lesser than, everybody let's just focus on Jesus. If you're dealing with feeling like a second class citizen today, maybe you feel like that prodigal that wasted what God has done in your life, maybe you feel like that older son who's been serving and serving and serving but not seeing blessing, consider maybe you might need to renew your commitment to Jesus today. 1 John 1.9 says that if any of us have sinned, if we confess our sin to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness no one looking around all eyes are on Jesus right now if you feel far from God and you're like I just need to renew my commitment to the Lord today I need to make sure that I'm right with God whether it's the first time or the hundredth time his mercies are new every day why don't you just lift a hand to Jesus I see those hands yeah I see them. Just lift your hand. Just tell Jesus, I want to renew my commitment to you today. I see them. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I want to renew. Oh, I see those hands raised high. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, we're talking to Jesus right now. I want access to everything you died so I can have, Lord. Would you help me? We're going to renew our commitment to Jesus and we're going to reestablish ourselves as citizens of heaven. Would you just repeat after me and I and we're talking to Jesus, but I want all of us to say it just so no one feels singled out. Just talk to the Lord. Just tell him, "Lord Jesus, I commit my life to you today. I want to belong to you. So I give myself to you." I give my heart to you, I give my whole life to you, Lord, would you forgive me, would you cleanse me, and would you unlock all of the goodness that you died so I could have? In Jesus' name, now we're not done praying, keep focused on Jesus. I want you just to solidify that in your heart with the Lord Lord I can have everything you say I can have I am NOT a second-class citizen in your kingdom thank you for dying for me Jesus if you've been living for the Lord for a while and you feel frustrated and bitter can I tell you it might be because you're not enjoying his goodness you're not receiving his goodness by faith receive it now Lord, I just release the goodness of God over the people this morning in Jesus' name. I release and unlock the blessing and the favor and the goodness of God over your children and over those watching from home right now in the name of Jesus. And if you will just connect with the Holy Spirit, you will feel his goodness washing over you even now. You will feel that tenderness and that compassion flowing over you even now. We thank you, Lord. We receive from you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for how good you are, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Thank you that I am a son or I am a daughter of full right standing in your house, Lord. And my king, my daddy is a good father who blesses his children oh and if all the people of the house all the saints if you agree would you say amen Amen. god is a faithful king amen amen Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed the message today. I hope that it inspired you and that it brought you closer to Jesus. If it helped you, why don't you right now just click the subscribe button so that you can stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts. For more resources, you could go on over to crystalwart.com and connect with us on social. We want to get to know you and we are so excited to be on this journey with you as we lean on God's grace to grow together. See you next time.